Afternoon Quickie on Ringscoops.com. Yo, 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 what is up, wrestling fans? Webmaster Wade Needham here, Ringscoops.com. And uh, last night was Survivor Series. I did my uh, my predictions in a video over on YouTube, and I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to give the podcast feed a little love by giving my my thoughts, my, my post-event review of Survivor Series to you guys. Of course, everybody gets to check out Ring Scoops no matter what. Uh, everywhere. It's all free. Uh, the podcast is free. YouTube is free. Twitch is free. TikTok is free. It's all free. Uh, we don't hide behind a paywall. <laughs> but if you do want to support us in any kind of fashion, and ironically using the word fashion, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops for Ring Scoops t-shirts. Yeah, that's right. Pro Wrestling Tees, T-shirts. They sell T-shirts. T-shirts. Not to be confused with the uh, um, <clears throat> XPW guy T-shirts. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so Survivor Series last night, right? And uh, it was like, it was Survivor Series, and they also celebrated the 25th anniversary of the debut of the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, The Rock. That's right, The Rock. Okay. Just full disclosure, obviously everybody already knows, but in case you don't know, The Rock did not show up. The Rock did not show up at Survivor Series. He wasn't booked. He wasn't advertised. He wasn't hyped up to be there. It was a celebration. It wasn't a tribute show. It was a night of celebration. It's two different things. Tribute show, night of celebration. Celebrate tribute a tribute show is where guys get together and they put on matches in honor of whoever they're throwing a tribute to like the eddie guerrero tribute show the owen hart tribute show the brian pillman tribute show if you're celebrating someone's career and you have highlights in between matches that's different you're just celebrating during your already established event which is Survivor Series. I'm just throwing it out there because you know, on social media, I've seen a lot of people bitch and cry and complain that you know The Rock wasn't there. He wasn't advertised. Nobody said, hey, The Rock will be at Survivor Series. Now, last year, remember the whole thing with The Undertaker? They said The Undertaker's farewell. They, the Undertaker will be there. Now, if The Undertaker had not showed up last, last year, that would have been something to get upset over because they said that he was going to be there. They didn't say The Rock was going to be there. So to all you people crying and bitching, whining, complaining, submitting all your you know complaints to the management and whatnot, screw off, okay? It's stupid. This is beyond stupid. Go outside, touch some grass, get some fresh air, all right? All right, let's jump to Survivor Series. On the pre-show, the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura took on the United States champion, Damian Priest. Um, I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, I think it's helped kind of set the tone a little bit for the night. Uh, There's a lot of people saying, uh, you know, uh, that Damian Priest is turned heel now because him breaking the, the guitar 
you know, and all that good stuff with boogs and everything. Um, I, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon and say, oh my God, he's a heel now because he broke a guitar. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm recording this one hour before Raw, okay? It's Monday, November 22nd. It's 4.02 p.m. Pacific time right now. Raw starts at one hour. So, full disclosure there, I this is before Raw I'm recording this. So, we'll see what happens tonight on Raw. How does Damian Priest present himself? Is he going to do heelish things? Is he going to cut a promo? Is he going to explain his actions, if you will, or any of that stuff, right? That's, you know, we, we need more than just him breaking a guitar, okay? If it's a teased heel persona, then that's different than actually turning heel. But, like, 90% of people online are like, oh, he's already heel. But anyway, it was a decent match. It was, you know, these two guys, you give them a lot of time. If you were to have a rematch and you give them a little bit of hype, some story to go with it, I it'll, good stuff. Very, very good stuff. On the actual pay-per-view when it started, the match that kicked off the pay-per-view itself was Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch taking on SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. This was an incredible matchup, in my opinion. These two never disappoint when they go into the ring against each other. Charlotte was on top of her game. Becky Lynch on top of her game. You had the alleged real-life problems between the two to kind of help get people behind their favorites in this match. From an in-ring standpoint, you know, I have a lot of respect for both Charlotte Flair and, and Becky Lynch. From a character standpoint and, you know, on screen and off screen, I definitely favor Becky Lynch more than Charlotte Flair. So she was my favorite going into this match. I was rooting for Becky Lynch. These women went out there in the opening match and put on the kind of match that they put on was pretty much a statement looking at the locker room and saying, top that. It was a hard act to follow. Phenomenal matchup. Absolutely loved it. If if you're going to like say, you know what, I'm not going to watch all of Survivor Series, so give me like one or two matches. Easily. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. I don't give a crap if this is like the 90th time that they took each other on. This match was a was a really solid matchup. This is the kind of match you can look at, you can study from all aspects. In-ring performance, uh, different uh, body language, how they move their eyes when they look at each other the smirks on their faces with their the movement of, of their mouths movement of of everything body language facial expressions nonverbal communication and then of course the art of storytelling which of course nonverbal communication plays a huge part into that with wrestling matches 93% of communication is nonverbal and in professional wrestling it's even a little bit more than that so, yeah, study that match. Definitely check that out. Uh, after that, we got the men's five-on-five Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw featured Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Finn Balor taking on Team SmackDown. King Woods, Sheamus, Happy Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Jeff Hardy. 
as soon as the match started, Kevin Owens took out himself. He got counted out. He itailed it out of there. Good stuff. Did the same thing that Seth Rollins did last year. And Seth Rollins was pissed. So they still got their thing going on. I'm not going to go into the details of this match. It was a very, very long match. There was a lot of stuff in this match to like, though. One thing I did like was that Jeff Hardy was treated like the big superstar that he is. In recent, you know, events, he hadn't really been booked as strong as he was last night at Survivor Series. King Woods, on top of his game with his stuff, Bobby Lashley, phenomenal performance. Loved what they did with McIntyre and Lashley with the uh, with the count out. Uh, both men being counted out and whatnot. Austin Theory was was made to be a star last night as well, uh, even though he wasn't like you know like the, the the big guy to win the whole thing, right? But uh, still, good stuff. Team Raw defeated Team SmackDown. It came down between Rollins and Hardy, and Rollins got the win. The 25 Years of the Rock Battle Royal kind of thrown together. A lot of people saying this was pretty much a Pizza Hut commercial. Uh, so what? Who cares? You have sponsors. You feature sponsors. And especially in recent months, when WWE has a huge sponsor like that, they incorporate them into the pay-per-views. This is no surprise to anybody anymore. Don't know why people are still acting like this is new, like this is a big surprise, like we don't see this coming. Like this is out of the ordinary. It's not. Okay, face it. It's it's the new normal. To get used to it. They're going to do it, whether you like it or not. Our our liking or disliking of it has no influence on WWE cashing in a, a sponsor check. So, get over yourselves with that. Omos won it. He was a very very strong competitor in this match. He eliminated, uh, I believe, what, 12 individuals out of the Battle Royal? He looked he looked good. This was a great platform to push Omos. I look at it as that more than I do a, a pizza commercial. People can crack other jokes all they want. Pizza Hut was involved, yeah, okay. But long story here, long-term story. Omos was made last night. But I got to be careful with words like that, right? Because two years ago at Survivor Series, you know, what's his name? Keith Lee was a made man at Survivor Series two years ago. How's that working out for him now, right? All right, up next, we got the uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, taking on the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. I, I like this. Uh, it started out a little slow, but it got really, really good. A uh, really solid tag team match. RK Bro defeated the Usos. Um, I tell you, man, I said this during my predictions, and I'm going to say it again right now. The longer they keep doing this with RK Bro, with Orton and, and Riddle, where they're just getting stronger and stronger as a tag team, the bigger the effectiveness is going to be for whoever turns on who, whether Randy turns on Riddle or Riddle turns on, on Randy Orton, it's going to be huge because these guys are really getting along. They're improving. 
They are a solid tag team at this point. And they keep surprising everybody. RK Bro defeated the Usos, which surprised me. I thought the Usos were a deadlock to win. But nope. Randy Orton and Riddle got the victory. It's a pretty decent match. Um, next is the women's 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw saw Rhea Ripley, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair taking on Team SmackDown, consisting of Tony Storm, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and Sasha Banks. Dude. All right. Man. I'll say this. Liv Morgan looked fantastic last night. So did Shotzi and Tony Storm. I get that out of the way. All right. That was that's the simp moment of the night. Simp scoops. Moment of the night right there. Um yeah, I like the story that they told at the very beginning with Carmella and her mask and, and all that stuff and Storm rolled her up and Carmella was eliminated. I thought that was kind of funny. Of course they teased the you know, the whole Shotzi and, and Sasha Banks thing and Sasha pretty much her team turned on her. She got counted out. Thought that was funny. It was uh, it was overall it was a it was it was a good uh, match. I, I I liked the first three fourths of the match more than I liked, you know, the final moments. Uh, it just you know it is what it is, right? Survivor Series these matches aren't going to be, you know, five star matches. It's kind of hard when you got that much talent. Just like I've never seen a five star battle royal before. They're fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like downplay the match. But you're never going to see a five-star Survivor Series match. You're never going to see a five-star Battle Royal. You might see a five-star Royal Rumble because Royal Rumble is somewhat of a different animal because it's paced so much that you can actually have like huge individual moments. You can have huge returns. You can have multiple returns because of the whole, you know, people coming out at different intervals kind of thing, right? Instead of them all coming out at the same time. In a battle royal, everybody's out there. It starts when everyone's in there. Survivor Series matches start the same way. You're never going to see a five-star version of any of those kind of matches. But that's not to say that these weren't fun to watch. They were fun. This was a a really good, solid pay-per-view up to this point. And the main event, WWE Champion Big E taking on Universal Champion Roman Reigns. They did not disappoint. If there's if if there's anything right now that the WWE just completely gets right, and that there's like there's no question behind it that they just they do perfect right now, and that's heavyweight main events. Roman Reigns and Big E brought it. These two big hosses just tore each other up, and I'm all for it, man. Big E looked extremely strong. He's been booked very well. I was, I was talking with McAvall. The uh, during this match, and I told Mac, I said, in my opinion, I, I think, I think Big E's title run is is twenty times bigger and better than Kofi Kingston's. Big E is being able to balance the comedy act with being serious. He's slowly moving away from being the comedy thing, and they're doing it at a great pace. That you're not really like looking back and being like, yeah, I miss funny Big E because he can still crack a joke once in a while. And you're going to need that. He's never going to lose the the comedy act completely. He's just going to be able to pick and choose when he's going to pop it out there. 
you know, he's been booked very well, in my opinion. I know Mac, <laughs> Mac would say otherwise. He doesn't think so, but I think so. And I know a lot of other people that would, would argue with me on that or not argue, you know, not you know, me and them argue, but they would, uh, they would back me up on that statement. I should say the big East title runs pretty well done. Uh, Roman reigns uh, documented. It's just a year and a half later, this dude is still being booked perfectly. In my opinion, there's nothing that this guy has done a year and a half that made me yawn. Roman Reigns, this is he's at the top of his game right now. And I don't even know if he's even really hit his prime. You know what I mean? Like he like all right, he took on what? John Cena and you know, he's got the thing with Brock Lesnar. He had a big feud with Brock Lesnar quite a few times. But he hasn't really had the consistent like, yo, with the tribal chief thing, we're going to have like real long-term multiple match main event kind of stuff with huge blockbuster names. They're still simmering him to that boil. I think the rock is going to be the guy that's going to like really pop the top off on this thing. And then we're really going to see what Roman Reigns is really made of. Trust me on that. We have not yet seen the best of Roman Reigns. Grade A match. I thought it was well done. A solid main event. It felt like the main event. Roman Reigns defeated Big E, of course. But, God dang, what a great match. What a great match. So, if you had to pick two matches to watch out of this whole pay-per-view, ironically, it's not the two Survivor Series matches. I would say the opening match was Charlotte Flair and uh, Becky Lynch, and then Big E and Roman Reigns. But now that we've got the matches out of the way, we've got the results, we got the thoughts on that stuff out of the way, there's something else I wanted to talk about with Survivor Series that was such a big thing. I also talked about the thing with The Rock, right? And people's reactions to it and whatnot. But Vince McMahon showed up at Survivor Series last night. Vince McMahon showed up in a limo. Everybody was like, huddled around it. He comes out, he's all jovial, like a evil king. And all the peasants come surrounding the evil king, not to show respect for the aspect of being respectful, but out of fear, right? Out of fear. The evil king is there. We fear this man. He may behead us, and we will no longer be here tomorrow. So we're going to show up and we're going to say, hey, hoorah, Vince. And Vince brought himself a gift. Now, you notice I worded it that way. He brought himself a gift because it wasn't for them. It wasn't for the fans. It wasn't for the crew management. It was for him. He had himself a golden egg in his hand. And Vince McMahon moving this egg around, showing it all off to all the peasants of his kingdom, of his universe. And he had this hundred million dollar golden egg and he brought roman reigns into his office his makeshift office just to show it to him and tell him hey your cousin the rock gave me this roman reigns sitting there obviously roman reigns tribal chief as cocky as he is knows not to jack around with Vince, right? So he sat there with a smirk on his face. We knew he didn't want to be there. He knew Vince was full of shit. 
But you know what he did? He grinned at fucking Barrett. That's what he did. He had a coconut smile. He said, yeah, Vince, nice. That's cool. Right on. And Vince saying, yeah, it's worth $100,000. I mean, $100 million. And Roman Reigns gets up and he goes, cool. Just as much as my next contract and walks off. Well, throughout the night, Vince is there with his egg and everything. And by the end of the night, the egg was gone. Vince was talking with Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce and somebody had stolen that egg from Vince McMahon. But here's my question. All night long, Vince was sitting there at that table. So that means he had to have gotten up at one point, right? He left that egg unattended. So who came in and took the egg? He had to have gotten up and go, you know, drop the kids off at the pool, right? Take the Browns to the Super Bowl. That had to have been when it was done. Because normally Vince doesn't really stop for anything. And there's my next question. What kind of chocolate do you think was inside that golden egg? I think it was milk chocolate, pure cacao. Huh? Sexual chocolate, maybe? It's a good question. It's a very, very good question. Probably came with a side of yellow mustard, too, right? So who stole the egg? That's the big question. We're going to find out, hopefully, tonight on Raw. It starts in 40 minutes. So, yeah. I am very intrigued. I, I'm, I'll be full transparent with you guys. I don't give a shit what anybody says about this golden egg crap. It is hokey. I will admit that. It's hokey. It's dumb. It's stupid. But it's interesting. I can't wait to watch Raw to see where they go with this. This has to be towards a tease to actually bring The Rock in, right? I mean, because I guess it's tied in with the movie Red Notice. I haven't watched the movie yet. I'm going to this week. I haven't yet. Maybe that will give me some insight as to, you know, maybe where they're going to go with this. But I have a lot of questions after Survivor Series. I was thoroughly entertained by Survivor Series. I really liked it. I thought it was a very solid pay-per-view, especially considering the, the build or lack of, some may argue, that went into Survivor Series. And the letdown, as a lot would argue, of The Rock not showing up. But I reiterate, The Rock was never advertised to be on the show. The Rock never said he would be there. WWE never said he would be there. They said they were going to celebrate the 25th anniversary of The Rock. I think a few years back, they did the same thing with The Undertaker at one of the shows. They said it was going to be the, you know, I think it was Survivor Series, ironically, too, right? It was like the 20th anniversary of uh, of when The Undertaker debuted, and they showed clips all night, and Undertaker wasn't there. I don't think anybody bitched and complained then. But we're in a society and a culture now, too, where, you know, everybody just bitches it when they don't get the Burger King treatment. Have it your way. No, that's McDonald's, isn't it? I can't remember now. My fat guy card has been taken away. I can't remember the catchphrase of Burger King or McDonald's. I think it was McDonald's. Have it your way. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed my review of Survivor Series. That was the last main roster pay-per-view of the year. You know, next we've got the NXT 2.0 War Games in December, and, and then that's it. And we got a long ways to wait until the Royal Rumble, because I believe that's at the very end of January. So get ready for the next five to six weeks, maybe even more, maybe seven, eight weeks of uh, 
really just them stretching a lot of things out. A lot may consider this to be the boring period for WWE, December, January, because things really do heat up when that Royal Rumble starts kicking around. So do with it as you will. That's my review on Survivor Series last night. Hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget, check out ringscoops.com. I'm not even going to bother going through like all of the plugs. Just go to ringscoops.com, check out everything we got there. We got the card game. We got all the social links there, the podcast, YouTube, everything. Ringscoops.com. Check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I am the webmaster waiting to end up saying thank you, good night, and be cool. <laughs>